Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. See, that's very me. What? Pastor Gaz, the ashtray for your joints or whatever. Sorry, not joints. For My your joints? Incense. Oh, well, My bedtime joints. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, oh, I hate joints. <laughs> this new podcasting facility you have going on is amazing. It's no more a bag of trinkets. It's now a stack of... I know. Haven't I grown up? You've really changed. I know. There's minimal trinkets. You've grown up. I feel like I'm in Bali. I know. Welcome to 30 Ferdy and Perishing with the effervescent minimalist, <laughs> Sophie Lyons. I'm in... Nirvana. Nirvana. <laughs> Here as I sit in Isn't your room. It peaceful? It's, it's got such an energy. Doesn't it? Like this is where I wish I slept. Everyone thought I was just a mess, but I had just had no space. And now, look at you. Look at me, I'm a minimalistic bitch. Yeah, and like, like James, it's like on par with James's room. I know, I'm a bit small about it. It's James's room, his is all business, yours is all Bali. Mine, <laughs> yeah, mine has personality. <laughs> no, his is like a, like Ralph Lauren classic. No, his is like a corporate hotel. No, no, it's not. It's got good, he funky doesn't listen art. To this. It's fine. He does not have funky art. He does. He's got the Einstein and the Banksy esque. It's a corporate hotel. Okay, then what? Okay, so what's yours? Psychedelic <laughs> paradise. Mm, there's a paradise vibe for sure. Tropical. You've mixed your tones well as well. Like there's a lots of darks. With well, no, brights. sorry, the darks aren't mine. No, but th- what I like about the darks is it's so there's a lot of dark wood from the the owner but then the be- the way you bring in the brown to lighten it what brown the brown the this wood here oh that was them as well i don't like any of the wood in here oh, oh, I, okay. I would want all white if it was me but okay. the, everything else is funky chic funky chic fabulous and i became an adult and got expensive sheets are these them no um, I've no these actually these my mum purchased for me and they are expensive but i didn't buy them okay I purchased my first set of expensive oh. duvet cover pillowcases and fitted sheets. This is like an episode of Sex and City I watched the other day and it was like Miranda does it and she's like build it and they will come. She's not wrong. Mm. She is not wrong. She gets the thread count, the high, the Egyptian cotton. I felt like such Bougie business bitch. woman mm. going around John Lewis. But like w- emphasis on the woman. Oh God, yeah. I did call my mum when I was in there because <laughs> I don't know what any of this stuff means. Um... Also, I had a voucher, so it wasn't that. <laughs> I didn't feel as extravagant as I normally would. But like... Doesn't matter. You still walked out the door. Let me tell you, if you were debating investing in sheets and duvet covers mm-hmm. and pillowcases, debate no more. Yeah. It changes your life. It really uh, the does. sleeps. Yeah. The sleeps. I've you had. S- you spend half your life asleep, basically. Yeah, and I love a cat nap. Mm. I spend a lot of time sleeping, but the fresh, mm, the, crisps. the fresh, there's nothing like it. 
I think I definitely have spoken about the sheets I got. They were Egyptian, like a oh, million yeah. thread count. Me and my mum got them in the Best Buy aisle at Aldi. And I'm like honestly looking up the brand to see if I can buy more of them. They were like 15, 20 euro for a full set. Um, Thank you so much for... Sorry, I'm Clara Kavanagh. Sorry, that's Clara. <laughs> Thanks so much, yeah, for all um, the well wishes and welcome back messages. It we was got. great to be back. It was such a little like boost to the old Tuesday. It was. Anyway, let's kick it off with our Jadorin test because we've been talking garbage. <laughs> Jadoris. I have a lot and I have like a list, but I'll just pick one. Oh, wow. Sophie Good loves week life. for you. Sophie loves life. Uh, yes. Oh, I have so many. Okay, sorry. Is have she... you seen And Juliet or heard about the play And Juliet? Oh, I've heard about it. Oh my God. I hadn't heard anyone talk about it yeah. at all. Now, apparently there was a lot of press on it. I went in blind. Mm-hmm. It is amazing. Oh, wow. The premise of it is it's just And Juliet yeah. removing the Romeo and it's basically what would have happened if Juliet stayed alive oh. after Romeo. And uh. all the songs are by Max Martin. Oh, wow. Who does like Katy Perry, Britney Spears, Backstreet Boys, um, Kelly Clarkson, like all the bops. It is so good. Wow. It is so good. If, if someone is like coming over, I think it's a really good... Show taken to type show because I hadn't heard anything about it and I think they're the best ones. Yeah, when you go in going in blind, I think is really good. Oh, no expectation. It was really, really good. Well done. And it was like you are my fire. Oh, so they used those. Songs. Oh, sorry, they're all oh, incorporated. Oh, I thought he wrote new music. Oh no 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 no! Every song is like Backstreet Boys, Britney Spears, Katy Perry, Kelly Clarkson. Um, oh. Who else? Ariana Grande, The Weeknd. Wow. And they're all incorporated into the story like really well. Oh, that's so clever. It's, it is so good. Even if you go to a matinee, I go. Well, you'd be like so jazzed. It's, yeah. Oh no, myself, <laughs> my mum, my sister were jazzed to the max. You <laughs> <laughs> your mum. Oh my God, my mum was absolutely vibing. I think, honestly, when I looked around at one point, the three of us were enjoying it the most. Oh. The songs, you just don't know what's coming next. Electric, I'd highly recommend. That's wow. my adore. Yeah. Oh, mine is most glamorous. What's yours? So the last few Sundays have been... I just feel like for the last few weeks, I've just been eating out a lot. And you know, you just miss like home cooking, not like a restaurant type food. Totally. And then I was like, the last few Sundays haven't been that hungover and felt like willing and ready and able to make something. But then, you know, you need to be something that's really quick because of no patience and I want to go to bed and watch telly. 100%. And then it also has to be something like delicious and like not a salad or whatever. So we've come up with spaghetti Sundays and the last two Sundays we've done uh, nunduja. 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 The sausage. Yeah, yeah. Melts into like tomato sauce. and Like a chopped tomatoes or whatever and then basil cook it for like 45 minutes you could honestly butter your bread with this it's so fucking good oh my jesus we'll put the stuff in the show notes a tin of chopped tomatoes it's like there's loads of bits it's like an onion like a banana shallot which i love to say naduja chopped tomatoes double concentrate puree salt pepper probably garlic 
I'll link it in the show notes. And basil. And basil, yeah. And then do you boil off the water? Yeah, you, you just let it, you chop it all up, it takes 15 minutes, and then you let it cook for 45 and cook whatever, well, spaghetti sundae obviously is, has alliteration, but like you can put, cook, what I recommend is a fresh pasta, you know, you can get them in the bags. In like I've heard all ranges. about these fresh pastas. Yeah, way better than the dried one. You just, I'll do fresh pasta. Yeah, yeah, you can get them, every, like Tesco and everyone does them. They're so much nicer and they cook so much quicker. Oh, I haven't had it. Oh, it's so good. And then... What do you call those? Spaghetti? Oh. Spaghetti sundaes. So then last Sunday we did... Um, that sounds really good. Ricotta and lemon. And like you barely cook the sauce. You cook the... So it's like garlic, ricotta, lemon, salt, pepper and parmesan. But then once the cheese... Mel- once your pasta is cooked it goes in with the sauce you don't even cook the sauce kind of like um, it, pasta, a lemon carbonara that's exactly what it was so simple the pasta melts the cheese so then it becomes really mixed in together and gloopy and gorge and like it's just you want something easy because this will link in with uh, something I've ranted before loads on the pod about like when delivery orders get fucked up and you're very vulnerable on a Sunday like I and just had, a, yeah, I had tortilla here for my dinner, and like every time we order from them, on a Sunday, they fuck up the order, and I'm just, and I keep going back for more, and they keep messing up just a simple meal. When you say messed up, like they'll forget stuff. They forget either the nachos, the dip. They wouldn't have all the ingredients in the in the burrito, or else. Like one time, they I ordered a quesadilla and they gave me no cheese, and then another time I ordered like a full dessert tray thing. None of that. So just, I, I honestly think like delivery can be like I think you're lying now or they forget the drinks like all that and every like it's so annoying whereas like now I've taken things into my own hands and I've invented Spaghetti Sunday and I look forward to guests joining me and it's so much cheaper so much cheaper and like if you find something with like five ingredients and it doesn't, really okay, it doesn't always have to be pasta but like honestly you can put these sauces on anything they're fucking delicious I'm I'll link my them lips. in I'll link them in the show notes please do Okay, so... Yeah, what are you testing? My test is... Uh, funnily enough, we started this podcast end of October last year. And I think one of the first things we spoke about in one of the first few episodes was my um, seasonal affective disorder. Oh, my yeah, that one. absolute... I can't bear that when summer's ending and it's oh, going yeah. into autumn. I, it makes me really upset. I can't stand it because summer is my favourite. Mm. And my test is I'm seeing autumn autumn clothes in the shops. Creep in. We still have a bit to go because you please fuck off. Yeah, Ish. but like the seasons are... I do love a season change, but I know what you mean. It I hate mean. it. But after all the sun that we had over the summer and holidays, I, I'm you... kind of ready for the sun to go away. I'm sorry, I'm not a saddie. Sato. What is it called? Sad. That double heat wave in July and August. I am just, I'm just, I'm so sick of sweating all the time. I don't have the right shoes. I'm dressed like a carpenter half the time. It was too hot. And my, now I am proud of my Berkey tan. I still have it. I must take a photo. It's amazing. Let's see. Yeah. Oh, oh I love a good uh, tan line. This, this light is too um, atmospheric. Delicate. Delicate. Yeah, I mean... Oh, sorry, but that is a test. Like, this must be the hardest time of the year for you. I'm not going to let it get to me because I let it get to me last year. Mm. I did. Mm. I'm not going to let it get to me, but I I, I acknowledge that it's there. Yeah, yeah, that's a good thing. You're owning the ghost. 
You're, you're saying I'm not scared of you. I'm not scared of you, but I see you. I see you, yeah. And you, I feel you. I'm not going to give you my power. No. Autumn. <laughs> you will not take a vibe from me, Autumn. Slash winter. This I goes see for you, you too. I see you. I acknowledge you, but I pay you no attention. Pay no I will still wear shorts in November. Yeah, I'll still wear Berkies. That's fine. I mean, I'd question your sanity, but, but should go on. But the Berkies are just convenient, you know. No shoe, no socks. Yeah, no, no laces. I know. I don't have a pair, but I know what you mean. Oh, anyway, that's mine. I don't want to give it any more um, energy. Mm, 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 mm. What's your je test? My je test is oh, my skin is driving me nuts. Why? Just in general. <laughs> Every, like, it's so annoying. My tan over the summer, right, just goes red. I, well, firstly, my tanning over the summer is so bad. I basically have I had, like, a farmer's tan, but then, like, my forearms are really red all the time. So it just looked, like, burnt, even though I was wearing sun cream every day. Then I had this Berkey tan that kind of went up to the ankle. So then when I went on my holidays... I looked like I was wearing white clothes because <laughs> I, I had a farmer's tan and then like a jean tan or like a trouser tan. So that was just awful. I had to wear so much fake tan to get rid of it. And then on my face, I had this, I look, the, at the moment I have a spot here in between. I look like a cyclops between my eyes. That's tiny. Oh, it's just, oh, it's just another insult to injury. And then I've got this thing. I had to go to. Oh yeah, how did it go? I yeah, I got. I went to a dermatologist, which was so nice through my GP practice. Yeah. And they said she sent me. They do this like dermatologist clinic once a month. Ba- basically, what I have is perioral dermatitis, which just means around the mouth redness. <laughs> like what the hell? And you know, like because I went to get treated for it last year, and the doctor was like just reading. Perry, what does that Med. mean? P- Perry means around. Oh, like Perry Winkle. Around a winkle. <laughs> oh. But um, she said last year, your one was like, oh, the treatment is no treatment and don't wear like makeup or don't put anything on your face. I did that for basically a year and like... No, that's it, not true. It's just too... It, it's too... What's so annoying is like it's so quick to flare up, but it's so hard to get rid of. And basically, I was using steroid creams on it, like a whole host. I won't bother naming them all. And then this, I go to the dermatologist and I bring her like the whole, like a collection of all the stuff I was using. And she was like, no, steroids make it worse and make it last longer. And I was like, oh Shut no. Up. So she gave me like antibiotics, but it's still not shifting. I have to go back to her. I'm just like, so annoying. But like, at least she knows that that wasn't good. Yeah, at least she does. And now, so she gave me this like double treatment thing and then I had to like bring in this really strong cream and then now it's like gone bad back here and I'm like this is all new and I'm like I'm supposed to be controlling it and I used to think it was the face mask but we're long that was last year skin is so temperamental though it's really really annoying because like I feel like I'm just so not arsed with makeup anymore obviously for like a night out yeah like during the week I just want to be one of these like no I feel like no one in London wears makeup and I just I hate taking it off I hate it because I never want to do it, even with my makeup razor. <laughs> but like, I just don't, I, I just love to be a non-makeup wearer. And this perioral, even when you put makeup on, it looks shite. But like, you just want to feel free. Like, you've lovely skin. You never need to wear makeup. Thank you so much. Yeah, so I've got this perioral dermatitis. Anyway, it's driving me insane. And I feel like the more I obsess about it, the worse it's, you know, you pay loads of attention to something. I need to call in some big guns. I have some big guns on the way. 
Oi, oi, oi. Yeah, so if anyone is going through the same as me. Um, Perioral. Dermatitis. Dermatitis. Sexy. Sexy. P-O-D. Perioral. Perioral. Dermatitis. Yeah. So it's dermatitis, basically. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right in the mouth, dermatitis. Piss off. Yeah, piss off. Give the girls a break. Yeah. I've got a winter to f- tend to. Okay. Now, we didn't have time to talk about it last week, but, you know, this was the Summer of Love 2.0, and <laughs> I think, I think, Sophie might have some something to share with the group. Um... <laughs> Did we meet anyone along the way? I mean, potentially there were summer hotties. Horny nights out. It was very hot and horny. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) What would I describe this person as? I'm the one you're referring to. I'm assuming. Mm. Oh, Um, there was a whole host of men. There was too many. Too many. But there's one in particular. Well, we were talking about it anyway, so I think. We'll just call him Mr. Right now. He's not Mr. Forever. He's not Mr. Right. No. Mm -hmm. But when people were asking me like, oh, why is he not Mr. Right? Mm. I didn't have a reason why, but I just, I don't think it is. Mm -hmm. And other people agree with me. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm not. And then when they say it, I'm a bit like, whoa, hang on. That's a bit rude. But it's not like it won't. Go any further. Well, I don't know, but in my head, I'm like, no. Mm. I'm not really sure why, to be honest. I should probably go to therapy to unpack that. <laughs> so it was like, we're talking about the fact that like, it's like quite fab, but not... It's fab right now. Correct. But not... Yeah. So uh, we were talking about the fact that maybe you have like expectations in your... And everyone has them in their own head mm-hmm. of like what they want out of... Life. Life. So relationships, the boys they go out with. Career. Career. Property. Um, material goods, friends, like all those kind of relationshipy mm-hmm. bits. And then loads of like miscellaneous stuff. But I think a lot of the time, like I thought my, previously, mm-hmm. I thought my expectation for a guy, like what I wanted in a guy was a 35 to 36 year old Irish guy. Mm -hmm. I was like, that's all I want. That's the like needle in the haystack. But that was my expectation slash hope. That's what I wanted. Mm -hmm. However, upon research and experience, I've realized that that's not what I want. (laughs) (laughs) I've learned. I've learned. (laughs) I've learned. You know what it is? You know what I thought earlier? Do you remember when you were like, life keeps handing you lessons until yeah. you've learned them? Yeah. I finally learned them. Yeah. After three. <laughs> there was three. They were the same age and Irish descent. <laughs> and <laughs> I, the life was throwing them at me and I kept going like, yeah, accepting yeah. them instead of batting them away like yeah, you tell yeah, me to. Yeah. Anyway, I finally kicked the habit and they're out of here. And now, enter Mr. Right Now. Enter Mr. Right Now. <laughs> what a palate cleanser. Oh, you know what? <laughs> You're not wrong. Wow. 
Mm. What a different approach to things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's always good to like, because you like when you're 30 living in a city that's, you know, metropolis. in a metropolis, you're, you've, you're not living with your parents. You know, it's like great to experience all these different things, you know. I tell you now, I couldn't be experiencing what I'm experiencing now in Dublin. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Enough said. Anyway, <laughs> so we're talking about expectations and we were talking about like what we potentially had when we were a bit younger and how mm. they kind of measure up now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I, leads us into this episode. Yeah, yeah. Great expectations, I suppose. But I think sometimes with... Like I definitely had the expectation, like when you'd fantasising, I think I did a lot of it when you're much younger and then, or when you're in school and then when you hit the real world of college or like... <laughs> so sorry, I got so excited there. You had a cock off in my brain. I was looking up the psychology behind expectations. Mm-hmm. And the psychologist who went into the whole thing about expectations was talking about magical thinking. Mm. And it's like, if you think and hope for something, mm. it can happen. Basically, it's like when you, and that happens to up to seven years old. Like making and that's wish. like magical thinking. Yeah. Aww. And it usually stops at seven. But a lot yeah. of the time it can actually adults will continue what? to do it. Aww. And it's like they when you're an adult, you realize you need to take the steps in order to get something. Whereas when you're a child, you're like, oh, maybe if I close my eyes and or yeah, if I like Santa will bring cr- <laughs> no don't use santa like, or maybe like you know like matilda like if you stare at a oh, bowl of cereal for long enough it will hit her brother or something mm-hmm. yeah. that kind of thing magical thinking however yeah. when you get to an adult stage you start saying if i want to be the ceo of a fashion company a fashion company i have to take this x steps i have to do this degree i have to get into this company and mm. xyz it won't just magically happen yeah however some Adults still do it well into their adulthood. Yeah, yeah, I definitely did that. Like, I think I'd watch rugby matches and just assume I was going to marry, like, Shane Horgan. Like, that was... Or Donica O'Callaghan. They would probably have... Definitely have had wives or girlfriends. And you'd be like, no, no, no. I'll meet them. They'll They'll meet me. me. They'll fall madly in love. And we... I will be at the sidelines of their games, cheering them on with all the other wags. And... We'll have a bajillion children and we'll laugh and laugh and have a great old time. I was just talking to someone about my my still current hope to be a wag. <laughs> yeah. I'd love to be a wag. What kind of a wag would you want to be? A head bitch. Uh, no. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, I got what you mean Sorry, there. that's not the question. Sorry, sorry. You mean you sport. Would, yeah. Definitely be the headbutt. I yes, yeah, that's sorry. without question. Yeah, I wouldn't be like a low down the totem. No, you're the Colleen Rooney. You're not the Vardy. Oh yeah. no, no, no. Um, but I, I would like. To, I would. My expectation would be rugby, but I actually wouldn't mind what I was. Well, it's kind of football or rugby, really. But then you could go into Isn't like it? tennis well, would be hot. And you do have that Wimbledon vibe. I oh, think a tennis yeah, but tennis. then there's not a ga- gaggle of wags. I would make this fucking gaggle of wags. Bags. Yeah, yeah. Bags. Bags. <laughs> <laughs> I just got so excited. <laughs> Sorry, but back to psychology. Head bitch. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Queen. <laughs> Duh. There is a very depressing quote, but it's very true, that says expectations are premeditated resentments. Well, give that to me again. Yeah. So this, I think this psychologist said it. 
expectations are premeditated resentment because usually your expectations are usually wrong and it's you premeditating the fact that you won't have it or don't have it which I thought was very enlightening wow that's I'd have to think about that one I know oh do you not agree no as in like isn't that explosive yeah yeah that's a really succinct way of saying isn't it actually are you are you so resentful of your expectations no you could be like resentful for the fact that your expectation hasn't been fulfilled. Oh, so it's another just load of things you haven't done yet. So an yeah. example, no, an example they gave was you could throw your best friend a surprise birthday party and she could walk in and be so excited and smiling and hugging everyone mm. and blah, blah, blah. And everyone's like, oh my God, she's having such a good time. But you knowing her so well are like, she could have be- been more delighted. And then that oh. is resentment setting in for the like, expectation look, 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 uh, that you had. I thought that was a good example. Like, you know, when people let you down. I've done that. I've done, I've yeah. been that girl. Um, and then it was just like saying that humans have a natural tendency to pin hopes for happiness on fulfillment of expectations. So that I think that's all the stuff like we were talking about. I'll be happy when. I'll be happy when. Which is. Like you're oh, putting. Shit. You're putting all your... But it's on a carrot stick. You're not enjoying the moment you're going... No, it's all about the journey, man. Yeah. Not about the destination, man. (laughs) As I sit here (laughs) in my yoga retreat. As I sit here in my pod. (laughs) Candles blowing. So I agree with your whole thing. I think when I was younger, starting with relationships is what we're talking about here, Mm -hmm. expectations. I 100% wanted to be with like a celebrity. Yeah. Or you just, yeah, yeah, 100%. That guy, yeah. Your celeb crush is who you'd want to be with. Mm -hmm. And you, like, even going back to the boy band days, like, you could think, wish yourself into being Shane from Boyzone. I'm sorry to say, but I stand by it. His girlfriend or his wife. Oh, my. I think also, though, with Irish celebrities, it is somewhat attainable. True. It's not that far fetched. Brian from Backstreet Boys, well, you have to compete with America. Side note, I actually met him in an elevator in LA. No, he's huge. Oh, Brian. Brian I thought you were talking about Kevin. Nick. Oh, Nick. Nick's a big fella. Unit. <laughs> he is a unit. <laughs> Brian is a little Manine, tot. Little manine. A tot. Oh, so who did you meet in the army? Nick. Wow. He had quite a swell and from like a drug swell. Did you ever watch his Allegedly. reality show? No. Probably it was actually. called Life of Carter or something? Oh, with Aaron. It was method. really good. Oh God! I'd love to go back and watch that. I think I also had an expectation that I would have my own reality show. Fair, fair. I used to watch Big Brother, being like, I think I could do that. I still say that. Yeah, but I couldn't be arsed like applying. I would want to be on the celebrity one, and I'm not a celebrity. Right? Yeah. Oh God, the celebrity one's good. I think you know when they put your one in, and she had to pretend she was famous. Chantal. I'd love to do that. And she won it. Yeah, I'd love to do that. ITV doing Big Brother next year. Yeah, is that a big deal? They must be phasing out Love Island. That must be it. No way. Oh, I can't. I don't know. I didn't watch Love Island this year. I didn't get the actual time to. I wish I did. I don't think an, an, anyone. I say they know it's on the out. There's been so many problematic things with that show. They threw back in Adam who invented gaslighting. He's the reason we all know what gaslighting is because he gaslit Rosie. 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 She was And then he, they put him back in there. Like, and out of all the, like, mental health stuff that's come out of that and deaths, it's just mad that that show is still going. It Twice is a bit a of a dinosaur. So I think they know that it's dated and people don't want it. People want real people. So hopefully it's just not, Big Brother ITV isn't just going to be Love Island indoors. Hopefully it will be like, you know, it, like how Big Brother used to be with, like, 
you know, interesting people. Oh, I just, just love the celebrity versions. Yeah. So, relationships, you kind of wanted to be a wag. Boys, so. when you were thinking about, like, your husband or boyfriend previously, mm. did you think of something different to what you had or what you now want? None of my real life have worked out like how I thought it would. Why do you think that is? I don't know. I think I, I do think in terms of the expectations, I think you have a general gist of how you want things to go. But I'm not very good at like forward planning, even like career or job. I think I'm kind of like just muddling it as I go, hoping for the best, arguably kicking things down the line and not really doing things about anything about things. But I think with relationships, that none of them have been what I thought that they would be. Physically. Oh, okay. Not physically, but like, as in, I think my, the only thing I always said was like, I just want to be happy. It was never really about like what the, what the person was or something. Okay. I'm the not shell. Well. The soul. The soul. I think once I left the WAG era. I haven't left that yet. Um, <laughs> I think it all, I just, I think I, st- I don't know. I think that's where that, that quote from that psychologist who's in pharmacy (laughs) has really thrown me because it's a a resentment so I think I used to be like you know I think after college when you're like oh or maybe after a few years in the like working life say like late mid to late 20s you're like this this whole big bad world is pretty scary and you're like I then I think sometimes it's like I'd rather not have an expectation you release the expectations because you don't want to be like disappointed I actually, now that you've said that, I think I do that about everything. I think I gave up on my setting intentions or... I think, you know, when people are like, I'm so excited for something. <laughs> I never do that. But I always have a great time. Yeah, And yeah. I think that maybe that's why... Why do I do that? I'd love to unpack that. <laughs> oh, that's why we're here right now. <laughs> I know, but I'd love a psychologist, this psychologist to tell me why. I'm trying to think now. I think now I don't... What I looked for, mine was more like um, an umbrella vibe mm. where I was like, I want an Irish guy in his mid-30s, basically. Because yeah. they have, like, usually have banter. And, you know, they usually have a good job, etc. And they kind of have some of their shit together, even though it actually turns out that they don't. And now I've just completely thrown that out the window. Well, and then it's only through going through it that you're kind of like, oh shit, these are just a pack of lost boys. They're not actually real humans. Episode to come. Yeah. <laughs> I'm working on it. <laughs> More on that later. But, like, I had a thing all about, and as I've ranted before, all about height. I used to do this thing where, like, where I do, like, I'd scan the room, like, beep, beep, beep. And when they were, once they were over a certain height, I'd be like, he is gorgeous. And I had this mad thing. And, like, people would ask me, they're like, oh, like when I, especially when I first moved to London and talking about the dating scene, they're like, what are you looking for? And I was like, some kind of an accent, like be it like a Northern or a Welsh accent, weak the knees. And then just anything like over 6'5 or 6'6. Six, six. I was like, the what I wanted was door shaped. That's how I used to describe it. I remember you saying door shaped. But now... But you do kind of have an accent. Oh yeah, yeah. I've gotten an accent. You've kind of gotten that. No, no, yeah. No. But like, I just feel like now, like it's like Mick is like 6'3 or something. Um, Shorty. <laughs> but when, and I remember when we had um our, um, the matchmaker on and she was really tall and she said her partner now is like an inch smaller than her. When you're on the other side of it and like, I feel like I pigeonholed myself into wanting Mr. Super tall and door shaped and it was all very physical. 
But then when the right person comes along, it actually doesn't really matter. And I never thought 100%. I would hear these words come out of my mouth. No, 100%. I was so... Uh, hell bent. Hell, thank you. Yeah. Hell bent. I so know what you're saying. On getting this tall man. And like, sorry, Mick is tall. Like, it's not... He is and door shaped. Yeah. <laughs> but like, it, it's, it's, it's about so much more than that. When, when, you, totally when you meet is. someone and it's like you're on a... Have like an emotional connection and, you know... It's it so like works. It doesn't matter what they like, what their height is. Like it just doesn't matter. And it doesn't matter if they're Irish or not. No, and I think it 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 depends more on like the personality. Whereas like I think I was cornering myself with this like teeny window of like I that's what I expect for myself maybe. And then like when you actually get up close to something, you're like warts and all, warts and all. But but the big tallie might have been some dropkick personality like if I became a wag with were uh, for some door shaped Welsh player and then like he was a complete dum-dum with no personality and nothing to say and he was on his phone all the time I got what I physically wanted but like that's not what you yeah I got what I pro- like wanted out of a profile but mm. then when I went close there was a lot of like warts mm. metaphorical warts <laughs> out of that I don't think I don't know if I was pigeonholing myself though. I was just like, that's what I want. But now that I have Mr. Right now, who's the opposite of that, mm-hmm. yeah, I agree. Just don't pigeonhole yourself. Yeah. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. One thing I really want to talk about mm-hmm. with regards relationships, relationships and expectations or the sex expectations. Mm-hmm. I asked on Instagram earlier, it, it was a very brave, whoever replied was very brave because mm-hmm. I don't think people really want to talk about that. If they yes. know I can see it's them. So I appreciate the people who replied. What are your sex expectations? Well, they come in two forms. Fine. One for a one night stand and two for if you're dating someone and then you're like, oh, we're going to take a relationship to the next level. And I think with expectation A, you can almost be a bit more like, because it's, if it's just a one night stand, you can be a bit more confident about what you want or a bit more like, we're just here for a short time, not a long time. Totally. Whereas with expectation B, there's way more pressure on it. Yeah. Because if you both really like each other and it's going really well, your expectations are so much higher, but for different reasons. Like I would say expectation A, your physical expectations are much higher. Whereas expectation B, where it could be going somewhere, you're like, this person needs to be good in bed. 
so it doesn't affect our like out of bed progression relationship equally you've so much more inhibitions when you wanted to go somewhere mm-hmm you'd you? be like oh like because uh, like i my general rule of thumb was like not sleep uh, not sleeping with people on the first date because it just creates a bit more of like excitement uh in the second date and when you're really getting to know each other and like a it, touch yeah, it just makes things a bit more electric. It does. Not like, obviously, if the moment arises, and I've definitely broken it and stuff, but like, it just adds like a extra sexual tension on top of it, and then it makes it a bit more special. Yeah. But then there's so much, option expectation B has so much pressure, because you're like, what if I find out some physical things that I don't want to find? I.e. size. Girth. Shape. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose so, the thing with guys is when they bring a girl home or sleep with a girl there's less surprises on their end usually of what they're going to experience because male what are they called reproductive reproductive <laughs> organs <laughs> <laughs> they're so much more there's so much more variables than that Mm. You do not know based off of anything what you're going to see or experience if yeah, you're a yeah. woman sleeping with a man. There, It's a stab in the dark <laughs> if you're going to get anything good. Quite literally. <laughs> Quite literally, you've no idea what's going to happen. Mm. Absolutely none. I actually feel very grateful that I've never had a nasty surprise. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, yeah, you're not going to find like a tail, but... Um... Well... You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's never happened to me. But like, guys, there's a lower risk, I think, with what they're going to get. Yeah, true. True. But equally, I mean, expectations of activity. Expectations of activity, I think for you, you're in a relationship, it's different. Of if activity. you were single. What, what do you mean? Like the bases? Correct. Oh, so how far you go? So let's map them out. First base, kissing. Second base is touching... Your boobs. <laughs> <laughs> a breast caress, yes. Third base. Topping. A topping, ew. Third base is stuff below belts. Mm. <laughs> Involving hands. With hands and... Oh, yeah, yeah. Oral. And fourth, or home base again, is yeah. sex. Yeah. Like, did you... What's that called? Home run. A home run, if you will. Yeah, so if you were single, what would your expectation be if you... You went on a date with a guy and you liked him. Let's leave the one night stand out of it. I think not a home run. I would go maybe like... You see, it depends if they come back to yours. That's the... Oh. Or or you go back to theirs. Like, you're not going to I think my third base in a nightclub. My solid rule is if I was going out on a date with someone. Yeah. And it's near the start. I think I'd only kiss them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would. I liked them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's... What I was oh, however, if I've known them before, I would certainly only kiss them. But mm. if they're brand new, I don't actually know. Because mm. I usually go on dates with people I know through people. That's how it's happened somewhat recently. Mm-hmm. So my, that might change. But I think I would only kiss a guy on a date. And maybe a cuddle. Mm. This, yeah, if I was set up by a friend, I think it does add a formality to it. Oh my God, I told you this, because you don't want him going back to his friend or the person that sets you up or the person that's mutual being mm. like, well, she's really loose. You don't want them to think you're a whore. 
No. It's a tricky balance. It's a stupid balance. And then you're like, are you? is, is he going to go and tell his friends? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, you never know if they're an absolute, for lack of a better term, fuckboy. Which I've actually experienced a few recently. <laughs> and I'd say they do tell each other. I'd say they do. The little gossip queens. Uh, girls doing it's just so much different, but whatever. I know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah, but I don't know actually how, sometimes how much lads gossip. It's hard to know. Yeah, I mean... Please, lads, let us know. I'll, I could ask the, the... Mr. Right Now. Do you guys gossip? <laughs> Me and Mr. Right Now? No, I mean like, hey, Mr. Right Now, do you know if Aaron's gossip? I do ask him what's the gossip every time. Oh. And he's like, you're such a gossip queen. Like, <laughs> obviously. But I mean like, what's the story? Like, how are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like, tell me the d- a Daily tell Mail headlines. Yeah, yeah, or like something that's happening in your work. Um, <laughs> I don't want to know. I don't care. <laughs> oh, sorry, I have the people who wrote back to me. These two stood out to me. So I said, um, is anyone willing to tell Clara and I what they expect from guys on a first date, like in bed? And this icon said, if he's worth anything, he'll give you head. Wow, good one. No, I loved that. However, I would not expect that. Mm-hmm. As someone else, a lot of passionate foreplay, eight to ten minutes of solid penetration, an attempt at making us orgasm after. That's a high expectation. Mm. Well, a lot of passionate foreplay, eight to ten minutes of solid penetration, attempt at making us orgasm after. That's like. Did I say on the first date? Maybe I didn't. I said the first time in bed, I think. That sounds pretty good to me. This girl knows what she wants. Yeah, sounds like a real go getter. Mm. Um, they're my favourite too I think moral of the story there is maybe just don't have expectations with men because <laughs> <laughs> it'll only disappoint you well it only creates premeditated resentment mm. it does you never what you think you want you never want you never end up liking that yeah, much yeah yeah because I think when you get to something you're like oh god I didn't want this at all I certainly have experienced that yeah yeah so. and you're like oh this is it yeah, it's, no. just, it's a little bit grass is greener. Totally. I think just my lesson was be more open. Mm. And as you said, don't pigeonhole myself. <laughs> be more open with my heart and my legs. <laughs> oh no, I don't want my legs akimbo when I'm being open. Yeah, okay, so what I think when it comes to career then, and, you know, you think careers are very easy ways to especially if you're in a role like solicitor or accountant where there's like proper steps in order to progress and it's all very clean cut or even being a doctor like you know you do your exams you become this and then that to that so there's like societal expectations of you and then there's a pressure to achieve them but then when you're in careers that don't subscribe to that order what's the word yeah, when they're less, it's a less direct line. Yeah, when they don't subscribe to that structure or if you change your career and you start back again at a more lower level or whatever, you know, it's hard to... Yeah, I think I like had a vague expectation of like where my career was going and then I changed at like 28. Like I was in marketing and then I moved to radio and podcasting. So it's like, you know, it's like I never... When I was 16, daydreaming out the window, dreaming of being... Jonica Callahan's future husband. <laughs> 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 You'd be my future husband. 
Like, I definitely was like, oh, I'll have, like, a really cool job. I'll live in a mansion and I'll have, like, three kids and all this stuff. But I didn't really know what that job was, you know. Yeah, I also think that the way it works in Ireland, you've to, like, basically when you're 16, you want to, you've to kind of decide what you want to do for fifth year and sixth year and then the next four years of your life, which then mm. kind of goes that way. So I think when you're 16, 17 some people I think know they want to do medicine and stuff like that. Oh yeah. But I think if you want to do something probably more unconventional, it doesn't really cater for that in Ireland. Like the system doesn't cater for it. You just I think you kind of you're made pigeonhole yourself then, mm. and then you can kind of come out of university and be like, oh, I don't want to do that. I I think I did that, and then my mum was like, just go to college to go to college. She was like, you've no idea. Like those four years, you never get back. Mm. It's like you never have those summers if you go straight into working. You'll never have a time like that. Mm -hmm. She was like, even if you don't like your course, Mm. just do it for the experience. And I like I basically did. And I had the best time. I made some of my best friends Mm. and I did so much traveling and all that kind of stuff. And those summers were like, I still talk about those summers. Yeah, it is great. Yeah, because you'll just you just never get that time back. It doesn't matter about no, you know, yeah. when you're watching like Friends and Rachel's like head of something and Ralph. Lauren. Ralph Wren. It's just like, <laughs> you know, when you're that, when you're like 17, you're like, I want to be CEO of a major beauty brand and yeah. like that kind of shit. And then like when you actually start working in those companies and stuff, like when I've done that, I'm like, that's what you do every day. Yeah. And someone recently was like to me, like, don't, do not proceed in a role or a company or a career if you cannot see yourself or want to be your manager like in your manager's role oh that's a good advice and every place I've worked for I'm always like you sad <laughs> pathetic person <laughs> I do not want that to be no me. I'm joking but I'm just like that's not what I want to be doing like I can't mm. believe that's what my manager's doing yeah and I have no interest in it that's good advice yeah it is isn't it mm. so I th- I feel like mine changes all the time though so mm. yeah oh I really like that yeah that's a good one. Yeah. Thus, I think, allow uh, a space for flexibility with your career. Like when know, you yeah. go and finish it, you might realise that you're not that into it and loads of people change their careers. Yeah, um, I did it. It was great. And I think sometimes like some people are 16 and know that they want to be a dentist or a vet or, and can do it at the right time. Like I just didn't know I wanted to work in radio until I was 28, a good decade after I'd finished school. So like, you know, it's like if I, I always sometimes think like, well, I know everything's working out the way it's supposed to. And, you know, I don't regret any life choices or whatever. But like, I wonder what would happen if I figured that out when I was 16. You'd like, you wonder where you'd be. I was listening to a podcast earlier and they were saying like, you know, that split moment that changes everything. Oh, like that Gwyneth Paltrow film, Fl- Sliding Doors. I think that's what they were talking yes. about. Oh God, that gave me a complex. And they do if, if she had made it home to find her husband cheating. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Like it, it's it's done so well. It's really good. I remember watching that <clears throat> and also reading a book in like sixth class. It was like an interactive book. It was about this girl and she was like 13 and she like loved horses. So this was like basically, a, I thought it was like an autobiography of me. Did <laughs> you love horses? I loved them, yeah. Did you? I used to go horse riding all the time, yeah. Oh, you're a horsey girl. Mm, but then I discovered boys. Um. <laughs> But um, the book was like, oh, you make, what will you, so they'll give you a page or a chapter. What do you do? Do you do X or do you do Y? And go to page 12 or go to page 23. Okay. I reread that book a good five times. 
And every time I ended up with like the horse dying or getting kicked out of pony school or like I always got a bad ending. Why there's bad endings in this book, I don't know. But between that and the sliding doors film and this butterfly effect of like how one small thing can change your whole life. That really warped my way of thinking from a very young age because I was like, oh, well, like, what's the point of doing anything? Because I wonder if you could go back retrospectively now. Mm. How fun would it be if a higher power would point out if you did something mildly different where you would be? Mm. The only thing that cancelled that thinking out for me was uh, a therapist said to me, like, it's all working out the way it's supposed to. You've learned the lessons along the way. Like, everything, the universe is like, well, they didn't say the universe, but, like, the universe is, like, providing you with what you need. And it's like, they're giving you the lessons that need to be learned because so you can grow and change. And, like, it's about not having regrets and going, like, well, what could I have learned from that? Or, like, that's put me on that path. Life is a journey, and but it's also, like, you know you're learning what you need to learn and that's different what I, from what I need to learn, obviously. But, like, it's... That was very Pastor Gaz. That <laughs> really blew my mind. I miss Pastor Gaz. Oh, I love that. I miss you too. Um, do we have a few miscellaneous ones or...? So, I think there's a certain amount of expectations that lie under the umbrella of I'll be happy when this whole carrot yes, at yes. the end of a stick. When I have this. When, when I, I have, do this. Uh, you're just keeping your happiness hostage. <laughs> you're keeping it at arm's reach and you're like, no, no, I'll be, I can be miserable now because mm. I don't have this. But when I have this, that's when I'll finally be able to go out and enjoy myself. Yeah, and I expect to be happy when I get the job I want, get the house and the husband, get the... Um, mortgage. Get the mortgage. And then... Then you're like, sitting all alone in your big house unhappy. Yeah, and... That's a very outside in, like my exterior will determine make, will determine how I feel about me on the inside when really it's the opposite. It's like, well, I need to be like happy and comfortable with who I am, no matter what my like size is, no matter what my face looks like, no matter what my clothes are or where I park my bum on whatever couch in whatever house. Yeah. You know, it doesn't really. Yeah. Like lip fillers won't make you happy. Do the job. They'll make you, ha- like, they can obviously enhance your happiness. Yeah, I think if you're uncomfortable, do it. But... Mm-hmm. Of course. And, like, it's your own body, do what you want with it. But it's the thing of, like, oh, when I reach this weight on the scales, yeah. then I'll be happy. Or when I move to this country or... When I get a boyfriend. When I get a boyfriend, I'll be happy. But, like, your problems just chase you. doesn't matter where you go. You can't hide from them. Dance in the rain, bitches. Dance like no one's watching. It's so hard to dance in the rain sometimes though, isn't it? What? That, I think that was my quote from sixth year. Oh, it's not about waiting for the rain to pass. It's about learning to dance in the rain. Was that yours? You know our year wanted um, the party didn't start till we walk in and we weren't yeah. allowed it. Like the t- Kesha song? Yeah. Amazing. Rachel's was something like, um, don't say the sky's the limit. There are footprints on the moon. <laughs> Honestly. We never stood a chance in that school. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I think to sum up, Pastor Gaz. In the words of the Rolling Stones. Here we go. That just made me feel real cheesy. You don't always get what you want, but sometimes you get what you need. You can't always get... Whoa, leg slap, sorry. (laughs) You can't always get what you want. But if you try sometimes... 
You get what you need. I'm so glad I'm not hungover doing this because I'd start crying. You, oh. I that, love that. Have you heard that song? No, I know the song. Oh, right. I just you. wanted you to sing it. Oh, God. That was I good. love that. I do think maybe like, you know, keep up your sex expectations. Oh, have, from uh, 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 Listener B. Yeah, the I think have a standard. six to eight minutes. That girl. Have a standard in bed, girls. Yeah, yeah, don't yeah. Don't let him push you around and don't do everything for him. Yeah, no, no. Keep them sex expectations. Keep your sex expectations and then like... But also don't shame. Like, you know, if someone's not that experienced or like, you know, it's an inclusive environment. You don't just, shame them in bed. Yeah. Would, like, well, saying what? Like, you're shit. Boo! <laughs> <laughs> Put it in now. Is it <laughs> My in? dream is to say that. Why? To scare them. Oh, God. Sophie. I've never done it. That, that's, that's I know. I heard someone say it. No, you know who I would do it to? Any one of those fuck boys. No, I have one. Hanes tree. I have one in one particular. Tree. I would do that to him. Hey. Oh, my God. Can we nickname them Hanes tree? actually? Well, let's be late now. If we're, if we're going back to those three. No, I would have named them out the dwarfs. Oh, okay. Seven dwarfs. Yeah. So... Would be sleepy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so sleepy. What are the other ones? Doc, grumpy, sleepy, sneezy, happy. Bashful. Bashful. None of them are bashful. Oh, is Doc. And what's the pr- most prick-like one? Sleazy. I don't think There's sleazy. not a sleazy. <laughs> I think there's a sneezy. I'm turning it to sleazy and that's... <laughs> <laughs> so I would do that trick on sleazy. Oh yeah, fair enough. Words I'll report deserve. back if I get to do it. That's my life girl. Mm, that's, that's my expectation, my expectation <laughs> from my life. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are loving being back on this beautiful TFMP ride mm-hmm. in my pod. <laughs> I can hear your buzz. Thank you for recommending it to your friends. We had some lovely people come up to us during the summer saying that they were new listeners, which is very nice. I know, and I think the summer break allowed a nice time uh, to, for people to catch up. Retrospect. Yeah, or go back and listen to some goodies. Yeah. yeah I'm nice. still looking at the download numbers. They are really chipping away fabulous. when we were off. On a weird random day, I know. So thank you so much. Please send us a message on Instagram if you have anything that you would like us to talk about. Mm-hmm. Maybe you want us to talk about sex problems you're having. Yeah, oh, I'd love to do. We should bring back our agony ants. So if you have any dilemmas for us. I'd love to do a sex agony ant. Yeah, Marge and Nora and Marge are agony Coming aunt. out to play. Yeah, they'd love to like slip on a kinky boot and help you with your problems. A negligee. Yeah. An eye mask mm-hmm. and plastic heels. Kitten heels. Kitten heels. With some form of like fluffy feather boa. And hot jockey. <laughs> Thank it. you so much. We'll catch you next week, girlies. Bye bye. What? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. We'll just. That was so. Thank you next week, girlies. Bye bye. You're not saying any words. Oh my god, I can't wait to listen back to Thank you so much for tuning in. It's been lovely having your ears back. We can't wait to talk to you next week. Mm-hmm. Hope you have a good week. Yeah, you can follow us on Instagram at Soph underscore Lions and at Classy Cabana. And please rate, review and subscribe. That would be super fun and cool. That'd be awesome. That'd be so great. <laughs> That'd be fucking cool. 
Okay, bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> gotta go, gotta go. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365 day returns.